This is the Up North Sports Report podcast covering local high school sports. Here is your host, Brendan Morris. Hello and welcome back to the Up North Sports Report podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Morris. And while spring sports are now underway and several teams are in the midst of action, despite the colder weather we've been having, we're pleased to welcome in a high school softball coach from Gaylord, Tony Vaden, the head softball coach at Gaylord High School. Tony, welcome in. How are you? Great, great. Just enjoying this beautiful northern Michigan weather. Yeah, you know, it has been 80 and sunny the past few days. It's been amazing, hasn't it? (laughs) <laughs> That's been great. I, you know, had the lawn chair out and everything and just, you know, just working on my tan. Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, and obviously it's been, uh, it was really nice. I, I feel like at the start of April we had some of that 80 degree, 80 degree weather, but since spring sports have been underway the past few weeks, it's just been cold and gloomy and just has not been the best weather. But coach, I want to get right into things. Uh, how do you prepare your, your athletes, your softball team for this type of weather? Because even though it is cold and 40 at times, you still got to play in it. Uh, what is your preparation like? Well, we practice in it, you know, and right. any, any time that is 40 above um, and, you know, it, it, we practice in it. You have to play in it because, you know, you're going to get out there and the conditions aren't going to be favorable. And if you're not used to playing it, you're always, you know, shielding yourself from it. You just kind of sometimes you just got to embrace the suck, you know, and and play and play through. it. And I think that really has helped us against some teams that that really uh, have not done that. <laughs> so, Right. No, absolutely. And that's kind of a really important part of spring sports is, you know, just getting out there and, and dealing with the weather. As you said, embrace the suck because you can't control it. So you might as well just play through it. And, you know, that kind of makes you uh, tougher because everyone can play, you know, in warm weather. But when it's cold, uh, not everyone uh, can really play it to a, a higher level. Well, you know, everybody can play when it's nice. I mean, and, and really what I've noticed sometimes is when the weather is poor, you know, and the girls are, are thinking about they're really focused more. You know what I mean? They're trying to shut everything out. You know, they're just, they're, they're more, they're more into what they're doing and their attention to detail even ramps up a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of a different mindset you got to have. And you know, that's a good point. It kind of sharpens them a little bit, makes them focus more. But can you tell me what you expect your team to kind of show more than any other team? Uh, You know, what sets you guys apart basically from all the other teams uh, here in Northern Michigan? You obviously are already very competitive. You guys are off to a hot start and finally getting uh, games under your belt. But what sets you guys apart from everyone else? Um, the competitive nature of the girls, the energy that they bring to a game. What I've noticed, um, we are loud and proud. We are louder than, than pretty much every other team. The girls are always chanting. They're always trying to keep their energy level high. And the girls try to push the envelope as much as they can. If that ball hits the ground and you're, you know, you're lollygagging out in the outfield, they're going to push it for two. And that's just kind of how they are. That's their mindset. Their mindset is to be excellent all the time. And once the game starts, we're in business mode, right? We're, it's, it's time to handle our business. It's like a switch goes off, and they just become fierce competitors. I love it. Yeah, I like the, uh, the you know, it's time for a business kind of aspect of it. Once you, uh, you can have all the fun you want, but once you get to that game, like you said, it's time for business. But uh, the uh, you should get, like, business ties for the whole team. Yeah, yeah, we can walk in with briefcases or something. <laughs> Now, Coach, a few weeks ago, uh, near the beginning of the season, you traveled to Wixom, uh, had a tournament down there, even seen some cool pictures uh, from that uh, action. And you guys played like on all turf field. And just kind of tell me that experience. Sure, sure. Um, so we're down in Wixom, yeah, a, a wonderful facility down there. And it was all turf, and you get a lot of, of uh, true bounces. But the funny thing is, is sometimes when the ball has a lot of spin on it and, and hits the turf, sometimes it, it kind of goes 
wherever. You can't really judge it as well as if it was, you know, grass or, or dirt. Um, the conditions, uh, what's nice about it is it can take an awful lot of rain. We played through some rain that they would have probably stopped games up here. Um, and we were able to get all of our games in. And we, and we faced some really, really good competition down there. Um, you know, we played a lot of Division One schools. So that's really helpful um, for us to face these pitchers. I mean, the first girl that we that we faced, um, she is a uh, uh, commit committed to uh, South Carolina um, to pitch, and and she was as advertised. She's a good player. And then after that, we played uh, Howell, which is a perennial um, powerhouse team. Usually, um, Anchor Bay, who has been very good uh, recently, and uh, then we played uh, Dakota, who is considered to be one of the top Division One teams this year. Also, a, a really good, solid um, program there, and uh, we actually uh, lost the game to them in the last inning um, in a really, really good competitive game. And, and and it was one of those times where, yeah, we lost, but but it was a quality loss. If you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like what you said. I mean, a quality loss is is something people don't really think about and really think, oh, there's no way you can lose and it be a good thing. Well. Yeah, maybe losing isn't necessarily good, but having those those losses that teach you things about your own team, especially to a team like Macomb, Dakota, as you said, one of the top-ranked teams. And look, you're playing Division One teams, and you guys are holding your own and, and competing really well. So uh, congratulations for that. Now, Coach, kind of talked to me uh, about some of the girls on your team. you got a lot of uh, studs on your team, uh, several girls, in fact, who are uh, – college bound uh, you have several girls who have already uh, committed to the college level uh, talk about some of the girls on your team and what you love about uh, the team you've got this year yeah i mean i could talk about each and every one of them you know there there is a lot of, a lot of talent i walked into a very favorable position uh, position here we'll start with with jaden jones she is a uh, uh, the leader on our team you know her ability to elevate uh the play of others around her is really her special talent you know, I can't speak enough about her. Uh, she just has a way about her, and the girls really respond. It's like having another coach on the field. And, and statistically, I mean, she's, she's off the charts as well. There's a reason um, she's um, playing at Virginia Tech. So, and, and then you go from there. You know, her, her sister, Aubrey, um, similar, um, very, very competitive. Um, statistically, you know, she's, she's amazing as well. Um, leads from the circle. You know, I just have a, I have, I mean, I could keep going on and on and on. I just don't, um, with, you know, then I, after that, I would say you go to, you know, Alexis Kozlowski. Um, she's our first baseman, um, great defensive player, country strong. Um, you know, I have girls, I, I think every girl in my lineup can hit home runs, has home run power. Nice. Okay. Which is, which is, which is rare. Um, and then, uh, uh Lexi Shepard, our, our second baseman. Just, uh, just a great instincts with her. She, the way that she reads and reacts to the ball that's hit and gets to places, I, I don't even know. And then I have Avery Parker, um, who is just amazingly quick and agile. Just a great athlete. She's actually going to play basketball uh, at the next level. Um, and sometimes you see the ball hit and you're thinking, okay, well that's a hit. And the next thing you know, she's got it. I, like you said, I am loaded with talent, um, and it is a good. It's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah, no, well said. That's a, that's exactly it. Um, uh, but coach, you know, speaking of just the talent you have on your team and and what you're able to do with it, 
that kind of seems to go across the board for Gaylord Athletics in general. Let's just rewind a bit. Uh, in the winter sports season, Gaylord's uh, wrestling team placed phenomenally at the state level and had several uh, state competitors in the wrestling uh, tournament and whatnot. And and it just seems in general, you guys are kind of setting a standard for Gaylord Athletics, but so are several of your sports teams. What is it like being a part of the Gaylord community? You know, absolutely uh, grateful to be in the position that I am and to be around such great student-athletes and coaches. Um, there's a lot of camaraderie between the programs, and we support each other and love each other. Um, I can't speak it you know, highly enough about Coach LaJoy and the wrestling program. I mean, if, the, if there's a standard uh, for you know, teams, that would be it. If you look at what they've accomplished, uh, you know, football's on the up-and-coming. You know, our baseball team, Coach Migrants, they're trying to put it together there as well. Yeah, I'm just really happy to be a part of, of Gaylord Sports, and, and not only that, here in the community of Gaylord. we got a great community. It was very, very supportive. Yeah, and it's always good to be a part of a community where you know you're getting supported and you know there's other coaches doing a good job, and it, it makes you work a little harder. Uh, but, Coach, I kind of want a little bit background on your coaching um, background, really. Just how long have you been coaching for the Blue Devils? How did you get started? Uh, well, my coaching background is, uh, you know, I have a daughter, and she was playing Little League, and I kind of started there. Um, and then from there, uh, I coached a little bit of travel ball, was actually an assistant, and I'm actually assistant on her travel ball team now. And then I coached uh, JV at the high school starting in 2018, and the, uh, the, the, the coaching, the varsity job came open uh, this year. I applied for it, and uh, here I am. So there you go. You've kind of been a little bit of everywhere. You got that experience, and you know what? That's definitely helpful because you you walked into a team, as you said, that is loaded, and we kind of talked about that moments ago, but you you can't just walk into a team when it's loaded and just expect to win. Obviously, there's some expectations in there, and obviously you things still got to adapt to how you and the team are able to coexist and work together for that ultimate goal. What, is, what would you say the expectations are like going into this season or, I guess, throughout this season now so far? Well, there's certainly a lot of uh, expectation uh, around our program, um, especially with what the girls have been able to accomplish the last uh, couple of years. You know, we we really haven't um, uh, challenged for district titles or anything quite some time. So um, this group of girls, this whole thing kind of started um, with uh, Coach Greg Jones, um, this same group of girls, some of them, uh, also won a little league state title back in the day, and then um, he was able to take them, right, and just a group of girls from Gaylord, and he competed with them on a national level, and they Man. won like big time tournaments. You know, usually when you get these national teams, they pick, te- you know, they pick players from different states and they put them. But but this was basically just girls from the northern Michigan area. Man, okay, did, and mostly all from Gaylord. So I've been fortunate enough um, that that Greg has come on. Um, to the staff, um, and uh, as well as Lucas Shepard. And we kind of have, like, there's really no, like, head coach, really. We, we're kind of a collaborative effort, and everybody's got their roles, and it really helps, you know, um, spread the work around, and everybody knows what their role is and what they're doing, and it just kind of keeps things seamless. Man, so these girls are already champions in a sense, and now they're uh, just working for uh, that next title. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, Coach, you know, that's really well said, too, is, a lot of, you know, some coaches try and do everything on their own, and that's just, just not ideal, not possible, and it's really not fair to the, the girls either because they work so hard as a team, and, you know, coaches got to work as a team as well, and 
it's all got to be collaborative. So I really like that you said that. Um, and coach, what is your uh, your day job like? I know you're you're not working that, uh, with the school. You're you know as a coach or in a school employee, but I know a lot of coaches also have day jobs um, when they're not coaching. What is yours? Uh, actually, I run a, a bar restaurant, and, and it's really funny is there's some parallels with coaching or how I kind of run the program or, or my role in the program is I try to I try to always make sure that I'm not the smartest person in the room, which it's not hard to do. It doesn't even matter how small the room is. <laughs> so, uh, and I just try to put people in positions and roles that fit them and where they can succeed. I mean, because at a certain point in every coach's life, you're going to have athletes that exceed your ability to coach them as far as fundamental they're just you know it's like trying to teach michael jordan how to shoot a jump shot you'd never try that you know and so now you're just putting them in positions to succeed and you're a crisis manager that's really what it becomes um once the the athletes get to a certain level and again i'm i'm super fortunate to, to have uh coach jones and coach shepherd um helping me out and, and as well as our jb coaches uh coach seriously and and Coach Boyk. We got a really good staff and, and a, uh, just a great group of student athletes. Yeah, and that's exactly, you know, obviously why it's a team sport, but why you guys are kind of running like a well oiled machine. You've got uh, people in different places helping out with everything, and you guys have really molded well together, and guys are just continuing to build something. Uh, but what is your team's like mindset mid game? I know we kind of mentioned you guys go in, you know, with business like mentality, but what is it uh, about your team, you know, during the game that you just love? Uh, that you guys are just able to do, yeah, for sure. They're 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 trying to play to a standard, right? right. Not to the scoreboard. They're always trying to play to the standard and hold themselves accountable to what their standard is of play. Like you know, not taking you know our leads our leads lead off. You know, being aggressive there. Our at bats. Let's not swing at things that are out of the zone. Let's let you know. If we need to take and call time out and take a deep breath and get back in there, let's do that. I mean, whatever we got to do to help our team win, that's what we're trying to do. That's what's great about this this group of girls is that they they put their teammates first. Uh, they put the team goals first instead of their their individual goals. And you know, usually if you give a hundred percent, things just work out for you. Hey, no, that's exactly it right there. You got to have that mentality and you got to be able to. Work hard, and like you said, hopefully, you know, things always do work out no matter what the result is at the end of the season, even if you're not winning the championship. As long as you've worked hard and you've given it all you've gotten, that's that's kind of what matters. Yeah, as long as, you, as long as you go out there and you give 100%, you know, no matter, no matter how the chips fall, you can be proud of yourself. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's why, uh, that's why hard work always beats talent. But, Coach, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man, right? So you're uh, probably getting ready for some more games ahead of you and uh, you're sitting at 15-1 and one, currently atop the Big North Conference. I uh, appreciate your time, though. It's been awesome talking to you. And as one of the perennial programs in uh, high school girls softball, uh, you guys are still going to be the team to watch all season long and have been so far. So, Coach, I appreciate your time. But once again, I'll uh, let you go and get ready for uh, your next contest. And uh, best of luck on the rest of your season. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, see you. And once again, that was Tony Vaden, the head coach of Gaylord softball team, joining the Up North Sports Report podcast. Thanks again, coach. And we look forward to what the Gaylord Blue Devils continue to do throughout the rest of the regular season. And once playoffs start at the end of May, uh, Blue Devils are 15-1 right now, leading the Big North Conference as they continue to put up impressive numbers throughout this season. Once again, thank you, coach. And thank you all for listening and making this podcast possible. We'll continue our coverage of high school athletics, interviewing more coaches and players throughout Northern Michigan. But once again, make sure you like and subscribe. And I'll talk to you next time.